Hey family, it's Coach Josh again with another daily play. And today's daily play is a very good one. It's Focus Friday, so we're gonna focus on our purpose today. And our topic for today, or our daily play, is how to discover your calling. Again, how to discover your calling. But before we get into our points, go ahead and pause the video and download today's worksheet. Go to my website, imunplugged.com uh, forward slash worksheets. Download today's worksheet. Get it because it's gonna help you discover your calling, really process what you have been called to do. And as you come again, everyone, if you new make sure you subscribe hit that bell if you've been here for a while man like comment and share it helps the video helps what i do here but also i want to hear from you that's what i really want to hear i want to hear from you and, and down below letting me know what you got from it so come on in and uh, let's get right to our main thought and today's main thought is and it's a very good one how, it's a main thought and a question it says how many missed calls from god do you have how many missed calls from god do you have Think about that as we go through these points. My talking points are threefold. We're going to talk about what does a calling mean? Signs is your calling. And number three, how do I answer the call? So three talking points that we're going to talk about is what does a calling mean? Signs is your calling. How and how do I answer the call? Let's get to the problem. Many believers have many missed calls from God in regards to their purpose or calling. Many believers have many missed calls from God in regards to their purpose or calling. They are either too distracted or too nervous to answer the call. Many believers have many missed calls and people, period, have many missed calls from God in regards to their purpose or calling. They are either too distracted or too nervous to answer the call. It's unfortunate how many of us, if we looked at our call logs, have too many or so many missed calls from God. God calling from many areas to get our attention, to let us know what we're here to do. We got to be honest with ourselves and say, am I really ready to answer the call? And why am I not? Uh, or am I too zealous about my call? But God is calling God is calling you right now. He's been calling your phone line for years, letting you know, giving you clues so that you cannot even be able to utter in judgment day that you didn't know what you was called. That's why God keeps calling. We're not talking about God keeps speaking, but God is using different things to call out to you and let you know, man, this is what you're here to do. And God does that, just whether or not millions or billions don't do it, so that on judgment day, nobody can never say that they didn't have no clarity or no understanding of what they were here to do. What you are here to do must mean uh, as much to you, not more, but as much to you as who, uh, uh, as who your Savior is and, and the realities of life. You're not here for no reason. You're not here just to exist. You're here to, to leave a legacy. You're here to leave an impact. And so many people right now just let God keep calling their phone and they, and they block it or ignore it because they know deep down inside, man, there's all these conflicting internal issues, uh, urges, complications. But I'm telling you, man, one day you're going to meet your maker face to face. And one thing I refuse to do is to look my maker eye to eye, knowing that he gave me clear signs about what he wanted me to do. And to realize I wasn't by his side the whole time that I wanted to do my own thing. So you got to answer the call. But let's go, I'm going deep. I'm preaching now when well, I should be teaching. Many believers have many missed calls from God in regards to their purpose or calling. They are either too distracted or too nervous to answer the call. Some people are just too distracted, man. Uh, I'll get to God later. Uh, I'll get to that later. Uh, I know he's calling me through this young person. He's calling me through this area of life. I know he's calling me from these different areas, but 
I'll get to it. I'm too distracted right now with my life. See, there's many things calling you right now. It's just not God calling you. The enemy has a calling for you. The system of this world has a calling for you. Everything is calling, but it, it doesn't matter who calls. The issue is not who's calling. It's who we answer. And many of us are answering our mom's call, our dad's call, society's call, uh, um, the past that's calling. We, we answer everybody else's call, but when God calls, nah, I'm good. So we have a bunch of missed calls or calls that we have yet to answer because we're either too distracted or too nervous. Oh, God want me. I know God want me to do this. I know it. I feel it. But I don't just want to answer right now because I don't feel like I'm supposed to. Do you not know everything that God calls you to do? He calls y'all to do. <laughs> he doesn't call just you to do. He calls for y'all to do it together. So every call is for y'all. It's not for you. So every call that God has for you to do, everything he wants you to do is going to always be bigger than you. So you don't have no need to be nervous because he didn't call you for you to do it. He called you for y'all to do it. Let's keep going. Many believers have many missed calls from God in regards to their purpose or calling. They are either too distracted or too nervous to answer the call. Now, what does my calling mean? Well, that's for y'all. That's the worship. But what does our calling mean? Number one, your calling is a strong pull towards your life's work. That's why I created this company or this course uh, thing called Life Work. I want you to discover your life's work. That's 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 my goal to save to help you uh, um, uh, find the one that worked for your life and the one and, and your life's work, the one that paid the price for you to have a life. I want you to get close to him and I want you to know your life's work. And so your calling is a strong pull, not no subtle pull, not no, uh, it's a strong pull. No matter how much you try to ignore it, you can ignore it here. Even it don't matter how much you don't want to show it out there. We know it here. So your calling is a strong pull towards your life's work. When you came into this world, you did not come empty handed. You did not go, well, you came, you was empty handed, but you didn't come empty hearted. You had something in your heart for you to do. Every person that came through the womb of a woman created by God has been created for such a time as their birth and at such a time as their duration of their life and for a purpose. And, and, and nobody's that excuse. So inside of you from the beginning of time was your life's work. Everything else in life is pulling you towards it. And, and this we'll get, I'm getting ahead of myself. Your calling is a strong pull towards your life's work. Your calling is the work you are here to do. Your calling is the work you are here to do. But in order to know what you are here to do, you must hear what to do. In order to know what you're here to do, you got to be close to the one that knows what you're here to do. And hear from him and not be listening to your mom, listen to your dad, listen to your friends, listen to society, listen to the news, listen to social media. You got to be close to him. He's the one that's going to enable you to do your life's work. The worst thing you can do is to go through the whole duration of your life distracted and have nothing to show of what you were here to do. That's why you got to listen to that pool, man, because that pool is telling you what you're supposed to do. But in order to know what you are here to do, you must hear what to do. That means fellowship with the Father. That means close proximity. That means getting to know him, meaning that you are in a thriving, engaging, back and forth relationship with him that's enabling you to know exactly what you're here to do. Let's keep going. Number two, many people are missing calls from God because their phone is either broken or they got God blocked. Many people are missing calls from God because their phone is either broke. Many of your heart has been broken. 
and, and you're confused about God. You think God is like your father, how he bad he was. You think God is all these other figures that, that kind of messed over you, etc. But God is like, man, I'm different than them. And so many of us, we are missing calls from God or not answering the call from God because our phone is broken. He, he's calling, but he's getting the busy signal. He's calling, but he's getting the disconnected signal. But because Christ paid the bill, you should know and you should never be disconnected. You have unlimited access to the Father. It, it's no longer free. It's no longer uh, you can only talk only free nights and weekends. You have unlimited minutes now. And so God is saying, because Christ paid the bill, you have unlimited access to me. So get close to me. But when you start trying to pay for your salvation or pray, pray, pay for your hope and, and pay for your own bill, you disconnect yourself mentally. You may not disconnect yourself in proximity because the Bible says in him that we live, move and have our being, but you disconnecting your mind. I can be in the same house with my wife for years, but if I'm disconnected in my mind and devoted mentally into another woman or to another thing, it doesn't matter if we're sitting side by side my mind and heart is not in the marriage so you can be in in God and be around God but not be in tune with him and so many people are missing God's calls because they're phony either broken or they got God blocked now I don't want to talk to God you're mad at God that's why I tell people be very careful what you do when you're mad at God because being mad at God is oftentimes temporary. But you know what's not temporary Temporary is what you do during that time that you're mad with God. Oftentimes we block God because we don't want to hear from him. We're mad at him or we just don't really know him like that or whatever. And then we start doing a bunch of dumb stuff. And then you do a bunch of dumb stuff and you give your heart back to God. One thing God can save you from but oftentimes doesn't always save you from, number one, he will always save you. He will save your soul. But he doesn't always save you from your consequences. So you got to be wise. You can't block God. You got to open up the, uh, the airways, the communication lines with God so that you can do what you got to do. And some people got God blocked, not because he did something wrong, but because they have their own pride. I don't want it to do with God. I, I'm blocking God because I want to do me. Watch out. Watch out. Because a, a, a fall is inevitable. You see what I'm saying? The lower you are, the, the, the less likely of injury. But the higher you go in your own mind, one wind comes, you off your pedestal and how hard that fall is going to be. Many people are missing calls from God because their phone is either blocked or they got oh, uh, because their phone is either broken or they got God blocked. Number three, God is the only one that can make your calling clear. Nobody else. Everybody can give clues to your calling, but only God can give you clarity and, and keep you clear uh, or make your calling clear. God is the only one. That can make your calling clear. God's calling you from multiple numbers or angles, letting you know what you are here to do. God has been calling you since you were out of your mother's womb, calling you. As soon as you came in, I'm I, I, looking back in my life, I, I can track my calling. I can track when my fourth grade teacher told me that, man, you're going to be a good speaker. I can go all the way back to how I got in trouble for talking. You see, I can go all the way back to my sixth grade yearbook. I can go all the way back to many areas of my life. People, I, from multiple angles, God was calling me until I answered at 19. It was like, okay, God, I, I, I'm, I'm here now. What's up? What you need? But for the first 19 years of my life, God was calling me from many numbers. And I was like, man, is this God calling me from from uh from high school from from uh Miss uh Winkles uh Miss Winkles in uh Cramington is God calling from Miss from Miss Witherspoon in elementary school is this God calling me from Miss Fox and Miss uh, uh McCullough in high school is this God calling me again through my mom is this been called is God calling me again from this pastor is God calling me again from Pastor Gould? like like is is this is this okay God let's do it what I'm trying to tell you is 
that uh, uh, God is the only one that can make a calling clear. And God is calling you from multiple numbers or angles, letting you know what you're here to do. He's saying, man, I've been told you what you're here to do. I'm glad I got your attention. I give God your attention now so that you can answer that call. I'm so glad I answered his call at 19 when I began to start really doing ministry for real, for real. And it's been 12 years, I believe. Been 12 years. 19 is when I started answering the call. And I started making t-shirts and wristbands. But it was 2008 when I really got really into this thing. But let's keep going. Number four, there is a big difference between what you are talented to do and what you are called to do. Please understand the difference between talent and calling. There is a big difference between what you are talented to do. Let me make sure I find my scripture because I got a good one. I didn't put it in my notes here. There is a big difference between what you are talented to do and what you are called to do. Your talents are tools for your calling. Now, I have a, a scripture here, Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. It says, I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. Meaning that, oh, well, that's that's for a little bit later. We'll get to that. But Romans 11, 29 says, for the gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable. Meaning that he gave it to you and he don't take it back. He only reaps from it, but he doesn't he doesn't take it away. And what he's saying here is he, that you are talented. It says, for the gifts and calls of, of God are irrevocable. All of us have gifts. All of us have callings. And God will not reverse those. There are people who started off with God. David was immensely talented and he was anointed to be king. He was anointed, but he got distracted and he lost his anointing. Saul was anointed to be king, but then God allowed him to be king, even though his heart, God was looking for a predecessor. He was looking for a successor while he was still, while Saul was still king. What, 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 what grips me and keeps me close to God is that I do not want to start off hot and then, and then cool off. I don't want to be a person that, that gets on fire for God for a period of time and then get distracted and my flame is blown out. And that's the difference. You can be talented, but are you anointed? See, that's a lot of people who's talented. I'm talented to speak. I don't want to just be talented. I want to be anointed. In other words, I want the anointing to flow through what I'm doing. The anointing is the residue of God's endorsement. God said, I endorse what he's saying. We fellowship. We talk all the time. He's my son. He loves me. I love him. We are engaged. Therefore, what he is talented to do, I have, I have put the sauce on it. And now, whatever that boy say, it's destroying the yoke, not because of his talent, but because of me flowing through his words. In everything you do, you must endeavor to make sure that God is flowing through it, that God is, is, is so saucy, that it's that is infused by him. So that when people look upon you, they feel something deeper than just your gift. It says, for the gifts and cause of God are irrevocable, meaning they're, 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 they're there. And, and, and so you got to be understanding just because you're good at something don't mean you God at something. Just because you're good at something don't mean God is in it. And that's something to think about. There's a big difference between being, there's a big difference between being between what you are talented to do and what you are called to do. Your talents are tools for your calling. See, there's a lot of people who's been talented and they've been talented for a long time. But when you answer the call, you're basically giving your talents to God. You're no longer giving your talents to the world. You're no longer giving your talents to the enemy. You're no longer giving your talents to your self-seeking ambitiousness, right? You're giving your talents to God because you heard God say, you know what I could do with that, man? <laughs> Let me show you, young lady, what I can do with that. 
Let me show you what I could do with that, what I could do with that voice, what I could do with that, with those words. Let me show you what I could do with those poems. Let me show you what I could do with that, with that uh, uh, people skills. Let me show you what I could do with that emotional intelligence. Let me show you what I could do with that business acumen. Let me show you what I could do with that, that creative nature of yourself. Let me show you. Let me call those talents. Let me call you and everything you're telling to do to this area to do damage and to the, to the kingdom of the world, to bring liberty to the people and to advance the kingdom's cause. Which puts me in my last point in this section. God wants you a part of the family business. He says, man, don't just sit in the house. Just because it's cool, man. There's, man, there's certain people who got saved and all they do is sit in the house and just eat every food in the refrigerator. That's cool to eat from the benefits, to eat from God's grace, to eat from God's love and to enjoy it. But let's, let's go out there and do something with it. God just didn't save you to be in the house. He wants you to go out. And advance the borders of his kingdom. He wants you to be a part of his family's business. Ain't that a joy? That, you know what, I don't want to keep, because you're working for one or two kingdoms right now. You, you There is no in-between in this thing that I'm about to clearly explain. you either working for God or you're working for the devil. And you not working at all is working for the devil. Because you not doing anything helps the devil. You see what I'm saying? So you're either working for one or two kingdoms. Either you're answering a call to the world or you're answering a call to the kingdom of God. There's no in between. And if you are doing nothing, you're basically answering a call to the world because the world don't want you to do anything for the devil, but only be used by the devil's system. Now, signs is your calling. I have 10 things, 10 signs that this is your calling. A, a calling and purpose are the same thing. And so this video may not go as long as the hour and 30 minute video I did about how to discover your purpose, but the calling gives them a little, little, little different twist to it. So I want to kind of implement some of these um, points that God's given me in regards to the phrase calling. Um, but uh, definitely go to my other video, how to discover your purpose, and you will be able to see some things there. Now, 10 signs that it's your calling. Number one, you have a strong and unshakable pull in that area. Signs is your calling. You have a strong and unshakable pull in that area. It's an innate feeling. Signs is your calling. You have a strong and unshakable pull. Man, you, it's strong, man. You fight it. You hide it. You sl slide it. But man, you can't, you can't, you can't deny it. You see what I'm saying? You know, hey man, that's a strong pull and I don't want to do it because I feel inadequate or that don't make enough money in your eyes or it won't do this. Don't just do any, don't just do stuff because of its earthly value. Do stuff because of its eternal value. Where are you going to be everlasting? That's where you should be putting most of your efforts in. Signs is your calling. You have a strong and unshakable pull in that area. That's what you, man, I was pulled into this. And, 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 and God showed me my purpose, my calling. I was pulled. It's unshakable. I can't shake it. It's an innate feel. Number two, sign is your call. Number two, you desire to contribute in that area. You're outside. You're looking at it like, man, I could really give something to that. I could really contribute to that. I could really make that better. I could really make that more efficient, more effective. That's your calling. It, 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 like for me, I, I want to see people um, become more efficient, become more effective. I want people to discover their purpose. That's that's my calling is to help give perspective. My tool, my gifting is to give perspective, is to help people make sense of their life. That's my calling. That's it. To help people make sense of their life and to get them and to help them get to know God. That's my calling. And I'm not deviating. Anything outside of it, I'm just not gifted to do. Now, my gifts may apply in other areas. But this is what I, this is my innate call, and your calling is I can contribute to that. I've been giving advice since I was little, man. I was giving advice in fifth grade, sixth grade to people because people was doing dumb stuff. 
You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it was crazy. Back when I was younger, I was giving great advice, but I wasn't applying in my own life. But I was able to systematically break people down, break things down to people, not break people down, but break things down to people or break them down. Like, yo, break that down, boy. That's whack what you're doing. And it build them back up, build it up and give it systematically, give it point by point. And y'all wonder why I create these worksheets like this. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm able to boom, 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 bop, 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 boom, boom, here you go. That's my gifting. So your calling is, I can contribute to that. You desire to contribute here. Number three, science is your calling. People around you can see your calling in you. People around you can see your calling in you. And basically what that is, mama been telling you, boy, you got to preach in you. I'm asking, that don't mean you're a preacher. That just means you have a way with words. You are a passionate spokesperson. Uh, people been seeing your calling since the beginning of time is on you. You see what I'm saying? That's why I don't just deny what people are saying, even though they may have, maybe, even though they may have given it the wrong title, but kind of find out the traits under that title. You may not be called to be a preacher, but that's all they knew. All they known was preaching world. So they're about, oh, you're going to be a preacher. No, maybe you're just supposed to be a speaker, an effective communicator. But just because they say preacher, don't be like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to be no preacher. No, no, no. They may have gave you the wrong title, but examine that title's traits. And you'll be like, I may not be called to be a pastor or so. I may not be called to this, but oh, I see what they was trying to say. So basically, signs is your calling. People around you can see your calling in you. Number four, signs is your calling. Mentors and help randomly become available in that area for you. I started ministry. I mean, when I first did my first concert in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I went to my, my brother, uh, Robbie Thompson, man, back at Oral Roberts University. I went to him and I said, man, I got this idea. I know all these great artists. Uh, and and why, why don't we throw a concert for young people? The people that we, I used to serve this um, ministry called Chosen back in, uh, for Victor Christian in Tulsa. And we used to bust kids. And I was like, man, let's throw a concert for the end of the year for them. Let's, let's inspire them. Let's, let's show them something creative. And then in two or three weeks, we had fly out of nowhere. Help came out of nowhere. Mentors came out of nowhere in this different phase of my life, but the help came out of nowhere. We had 20 plus volunteers. The church gave me every resource that they had. We bust the kids in. We gave them pizza. I didn't have to pay for nothing. It's crazy how you, in your calling, things are called towards you. People are called towards you to help you, but it's based upon your connection to the Holy Spirit and your wisdom here that will determine the, uh, the, uh, the, the level of access that you give people into your life. But when you are in your calling, help comes out of nowhere. It don't, if I if I started Unplug again locally, I do it video now, but if I did it locally, I bet you I can get help like that. I don't even got a call. People would just come. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's where you're calling. You know it's your calling when mentors and help randomly come available in that area to help you. And mentors come out of nowhere. Pastor Gu, I, to this day, I'm a great mentor of mine, man. It's like, man, it was crazy how God, even when I was 13, 14, 15 years old, I had access to Pastor Gould, man. And, and now in this level of 34 stage of the ministry, it's crazy how all those moments of mentoring is positioning me right now for even deeper levels of mentorship. You see what I'm saying? So you're calling God will supply the help. God will supply the mentor. Just answer the call. Let's keep going. Science is your calling. Number five, it seems too huge for you to do, but deep down, you know, you need to do it. Like I said, the call is not for you. The call is for y'all. God wants you to do it with you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a sign that you're calling when it seems too huge for you, but deep down, you know, you still got to do it. Next point, signs is your call. Number six, it comes naturally to you. I can give advice. 
I don't need no books. I don't got to read no books. I don't got to do no courses. I don't got to do nothing. It's natural. It's crazy how we take all these courses. We take all these courses. We read all these books because that's probably the area that we're not even supposed to be in. Now, don't get me wrong. You need to read books on the stuff that surrounds your call, like accounting, business, um, marketing, stuff. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about people pursuing school books in areas that they're not even called to do. But you know it's your calling when it's natural to you. Now, you may need books and research for the things that surrounds what's natural to you to help support you in areas that you not may be stronger in, strongest in, but you see what I'm saying. Number seven, science is your calling. You've been doing some sort of your calling since you were little. You've been doing some sort of your calling since you were little. You know that's a sign. I knew I was a speaker because I got in trouble for talking in class. I knew that I was I was able to change perspective because I even though a teacher may say something like that, it don't make sense. I was always like this. Come on, man. Give me the truth. I was always a person of truth. I got on teacher's nerves. I'm like, man, it don't even make sense. We, a billion years, <laughs> we came from monkeys. Man, I was that person. I, I just didn't believe that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was an advocate of truth and I was able clearly to be able to communicate. I was able to call out BS. I was able to, I had a different type of brain. So what I'm saying, uh, I've been doing what I've been doing since I was little. So if you want to know what your calling is, go back to when you was little. If you was a teacher, I bet you had your dolls set up or you had your action figures set up and you was teaching people or now, see y'all blessed right now. Back then we didn't have YouTube. So now you, some of y'all, y'all know what y'all callings are. Y'all may be doing it for a different purpose. It may not be clear and pure, but at least you have tools and resources. You see what I'm saying? Let's keep going. Science is your calling. Number eight, you have an unreal intelligence in that area. Unreal intelligence. Man, I have an intelligence in this area, man, of people, man, a, a God-given intelligence. You know it's your sign when you have an unreal intelligence in the area. You can see it. Like like my, my grandfather, man, like I went by to see my mom for Mother's Day, of course, and uh, she was telling me over the phone in there how my granddad uh, had pear trees, had had vineyards, uh, I mean fig trees. That that he just he just he was just naturally intelligent when it comes to building things. That when that when she were my my grandfather's passed, but when she was repairing a roof, the guy was like, whoever built this roof built this well. And she said, my dad built it, but my grandfather just had a, a unreal intelligence in building. And I, she showed me the shed. I went back, I ain't been back there in years. And I was like, grandpa did all this? And he didn't go to no school. He had no education, but he just had an unreal intelligence in the area. That's your calling. What can you naturally do? What are you unreal and unreally, um, deeply intelligent in? That's your calling. Uh, science is your calling. Number nine, you have experienced some level of negativity in that area. You have experienced some level of negativity in the area, meaning that you've experienced the bad side of that. Um, because sometimes you have to go through certain trials so that you're able to have a voice to people who's going through those various trials at the moment. So you're going to have to go through some of those experiences. Like for me, I went through some negative experiences. I sucked at English. <laughs> I didn't do well in English. You know, um, I had a stuttering problem when I was young. It was hard for me to put my words together. Sometimes when you hear my videos, I talk real fast and sometimes I trip over my words. I was attacked in the area or I just had like a natural issue in the area. But bl blessed be to God that God says, who made your tongue, Josh? Who made your lips? So it doesn't matter where you was challenged in. God said, I'm a I allow the challenges to occur so that you can be able to develop a, a mature voice that's able to inspire others out of there and to show them the way out. Science is your calling. Last but not least, number 10, you feel strongly to leave something there, something here. Legacy, man. That's why I write these books. I want to leave 50 plus books here. 
I want to leave thousands upon thousands of books here. I just want to leave so much here because once I'm gone, I'm gone, man. I'm going to go rest. I'm going to go to heaven, eat my bucket of wings. I'm going to dap up God. I'm going to, I'm going to give God a big hug. God, it's good to see you. I love you, God. Yo, what's up? What we doing here? So when I get to heaven, I ain't thinking about down here. When I get to heaven, man, I'm going to the buffet line. I'm getting me some of them fresh wings. I'm getting my dip the wings in the sauce that God never allowed us to taste down here. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to take a 10-year nap. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give praise to God. God, hear my crown. Back, God, I love you. Boom, 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 whoop, whoop. Love you, God. Spend some time with OG. Spend time with God for a little bit. Eat some wings. Give me some them, them golden waffles in heaven. And then I'm going to sleep for 10 years. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. So that's why I'm going to leave everything here. Because when I get up there, I ain't going to sweat about what I didn't do. Because I done did it. Now, what to do to answer your call? 10 things really quickly on what to do to answer your call. Appreciate the call, number one. In order to answer the call, appreciate the call that he's actually giving, that he's actually making an effort towards you. Never uh, underappreciate those who make an attempt to be in your life for good reasons. Appreciate the caller. God, I appreciate that you're calling me to do this, man. It's an honor. I, what? Me? Wow, you see value in me? God, I appreciate that, that you even make an effort to even let me know what I'm here to do. What to do to answer your call number two? Answer it. After you don't appreciate the caller, answer it. Like, don't get caught up in that he called you. Be like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, hello? All right, what you want me to do? After you don't spend time appreciating that God has made attempts to call you, don't just let the phone ring. Don't be showing people God calling me, y'all. Look, <clears throat> this God calling me. And then and then the call go, don't, don't go through. And God calls you again. You just hype that he called you. Don't be just hype that he called you to it. Answer it, man. Answer it, young lady. But, oh, okay, bet. All right, God, what's up? What you need from me? What to do answer call number three? Associate with him. Associate with him say, means become like him. Don't just be connected to him in image only. Be connected to him in likeness. Because when you answer the call, you got to be like him. Because people need to see God in you. You got to be a walking epistle. They got to see the word active in you. Because the greatest marketing tool is not sermons. The greatest marketing tool is not uh, um, concerts or Christian events or albums. The greatest marketing tool for God is a changed life. People who associate with him in likeness. What to do to answer your call? Number four, allow the helper to assist and assemble. I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to assist me, to assess me to analyze me, uh, and to assemble me, bring me together, bring my disciplines, tighten up my disciplines, tighten up my areas so that when I actually get out there in, in the midst of my calling, I won't fall apart. So what to do to answer your call? Appreciate the call, number one. Number two, answer the call. Number three, associate with him, become like him. Number four, allow the helper to assist and assemble, meaning let him assemble your help. Don't pick people because they tell them. Don't just pick them because they're good. No, no, no. I did that. I had man, I maybe had three or four teams in ministry. And it was crazy how there were certain people and it was always some type of dismantling of it. And the people that I selected wasn't always the right people. They was only there to benefit themselves. Now, did I do some things wrong? Best believe. I'm not blaming everything on them. But I became wise from all of our efforts in it. You see what I'm saying? So you have to uh, allow him to help, assist, and assemble. Number five. What to do to answer your call and to operate in it? You got to abandon the unnecessary. I'm going to lay aside every weight and sin that so easily beset me so I can run my race effectively. I got to abandon certain things. I got to let certain things go. What to do to answer your call? You got to anchor yourself. Anchor yourself in him. It's me and you, God. I'm rooting myself in you. I'm anchoring myself in you. Let's keep going. 
What to do to answer your call? Number seven, assess your life and stay aware. Always stay assessing your life. Making sure that you are in constant communication, constant connection with God, that you have not allowed pride. Because sometimes your call calls in cash. Sometimes your call calls in opportunities. And sometimes that puffs you up in the head, make your head bigger than what it needs to be. So you got to always stay little in your eyes. Always assess your, make sure you stay little in your own eyes. And stay aware of the of the sharks and the serpents. You see what I'm saying? They're going to try to sabotage what you and God are trying to do. You got to always do that because they're going to always try to come and destroy it. Keep your circle small and tight. Keep your heart in God's might and fight the good fight with faith. Number seven, what to do to answer your call? Eight, number eight, always give him and it your undivided attention. Always give God, God, here's my attention. I'm not going to focus on the east or the west. My attention on you. I'm going to stay focusing on you because I'm not going to sink when I step off this boat. Once I'm off this boat, I'm walking on the un unimaginable. I'm walking on this water. Okay? Keep your eyes on him, right? And also make sure that you give it your undivided attention. Don't let anything try to pull your attention away from your calling. The only time you put, but see, but even then, your family's a part of your call. So anything that's a part of your call will have your attention. So I'm not sitting there saying, well, Josh told me to focus on my ministry. I can't focus on my wife. No, your wife is a part of your calling. So all that, your husband, wife, children, all that, it's a package deal. You see what I'm saying? It's more in the box, all right? Number nine, what to do to answer your call? Go after it. Go after it. Don't be lacking to go after it. Go go, go after it. But what I'm saying is go hard after it. No, 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 because time is now. Yeah, listen, I, I got. I'm on to the next book. I can't celebrate the success of the purpose of singleness. I can't success. I can't celebrate and still be high off of the off of the success, even though I get I get paid and I get an impact, a residual impact, residual income from it. I, I got to be on to the next book, the next book, then the next book, then the next book, the next card game, because I got to empty myself out. I'm going to enjoy life, but I'm gonna empty myself out to leave my uh, uh, leave. What I need to leave here. So go after it. Don't let nothing pull you back, even your own insecurities and inadequacies. You go after it. Last but not least, anticipate good things, man. <clears throat> Pursuing your calling is fun, man. It's great, man. I love it. I love doing these videos. Anticipate the good things from it. Anticipate the goodness of God. Anticipate uh, great things happening. Because if you look at your call as, oh, man, this sucks, man. I don't want to do that. There's some things about your calling you ain't going to want to do. Like, I do videos. I love giving, doing videos, but do I like editing them? No. Do I like waiting for them to upload? No. But but I enjoy the process. So I anticipate good in this process. I'm, particip I'm anticipating I'm going to become better from this process. I hope this video was a blessing to you. I hope you understand that um, on the word of God says, make sure that you walk in a manner um, that matches the calling of your life. And I want you to get this worksheet, man. It's going to be, a, what are you in regards to your calling? Are you completely unaware of it? Are you confused? Are you kind of clear or very clear? What is hindering you from answering the call? What would you like to do with your life? What were you passionate about as a child? A lot of good questions here that will help you get within the proximity of your calling. I know I talked about possibly talking about how to condition yourself for the calling. I may do that next Friday, Lord willing. We'll see what he wants me to talk about. But this was enough right here for 35 minutes. But I love y'all. I hope this video was a blessing. Go to the description box below. There's a lot of resources and tools there to better help you. Um, um, navigate certain things and um, like I always say man y'all run this play well I'll see y'all next time have a great weekend peace